<laughs> we here. Big fish shit. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to the podcast. Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all learn something. And most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get uh-huh. it. Big fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get them cats going top, but we don't feel shit. We just giving y'all gems y'all could live with. Elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit. Finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops. First get the bread up and buy back the whole block. Ten toes down, we ain't never gonna stop. I'm a man of my word, I ain't never gonna flop. If I said it, then I meant it. Real ones gonna respect it, and it's still OG. It's in me, I represent it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Big fish shit. OG Big Fish Podcast, y'all know what it is. <sighs> that last that last show, <laughs> that hit them in the chest, man. That last one with the 4th of July. I know that hit a lot of people in the chest, but uh, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, to have those conversations. Appreciate everybody following. Appreciate everybody that continues to listen and tune in. Appreciate everybody that shares this podcast with your family, friends, anybody, you know, anybody in your network or anybody outside of your network, you know, I think we all can benefit. No, I think we don't, we don't say think we all can benefit from having these conversations. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This is something that has been on my mind for a while. It's something that I've discussed with my parents and my family, my immediate family for a while. But just recently, you know, we had a couple more intense conversations about it. And the topic, if I had to come up with a title, I'd probably just say family is over. Family is over. And I guess the subtitle would be there's officially no such thing as family anymore, only relatives. There is official, there is, there is officially no such thing as family, only relatives. All right, so let's get into it. What the hell am I talking about? All right, so family. When I think of family, what do I really think of? You know, I used to think of getting together during the holidays, cookouts, family reunions, you know, wanting to see my cousins wanting to see my aunts, uncles, grandparents, all these different things, different moments, different big moments in the in our lives where everybody comes together, celebrates or sends somebody off on their way to the to the next life, whatever you believe in. So, why do I say family is over? I think we've lost touch of what exactly family was and is supposed to be. And I said, I think again, whatever. And when I say we lost, we've lost track of what family used to be and what it should be. It's because there's no structure in the family. There's no team. There's, it's not a company. And therefore, that's why we lack legacy. We're back in the day. When I think about my grandparents sharecropping, they had to have kids. And they had kids because they helped build the family. They had to work. 
go out on the farm, work, all these different things. And a family was seen as a benefit. The bigger the family, the more powerful, the more successful, the more able they would be to give themselves the best chance to be successful and to prosper in life. Now we look at children almost as burdens. Oh, they cost so much. It costs so much to have a children. Oh, you're not going to have any time to yourself. No time for you and your husband. It's almost, and, and that's based on the comfort that we've been in because we don't live in a world where we, we don't think that we live in a world where it's as obvious as it was before to where, okay, more kids mean more people out on the farm. Now it's, we don't see it that way. You know, it's just more kids. That means more college tuition, more recreational tuition, vacations, more expensive, grocery store expenses are going to go up all these different areas. And that's just our fault in how we raise our kids. We raise our kids to not be beneficial to the family. Now, that's not going to be the topic, the dominating topic of this convo. But who knows? We may get into it. But I want to focus on family, what it's supposed to be. Your family is supposed to be your closest-knit team, your company. And... Where I've always been on teams that fall short, it's because of the leadership. Everything for me goes back to leadership. If there's a particular goal that's not happening with a particular group or within yourself, it's the leadership. You know, if it's just you, obviously that's you, core leadership. But if it's a family, the same thing. If it's a basketball team, same thing. If it's a corporation, business, same thing. If we're not achieving our goals, you have to look at the leadership. So what's the leadership structure in most families? And, you know, I always break it down to where obviously me being black, African-American, indigenous, whatever you want to call it. We a lot of the things that I'm speaking about are from my perspective and the perspective that I have looking at other cultures now, this is something that I don't think is a, just a problem within the black community. I feel like it's a problem overall. However, like so many other of these problems that aren't just maybe specific to the black community, but for whatever reason, they seem to affect us more than others, especially when you're the group at the bottom and you're losing. Things tend to affect you more than other groups that are doing better, just like sports. So... The lack of structure in the family where there can't be leadership because there's no structure. There's no CEO of the family. There's no head coach of the family. There's no general manager. There's no uh, chief financial officer. There's no chief operations officer. None of these things. Why, why would a corporation, a company, a business, a sports team have all these different things? On a peewee football team, you have different coaches. Head coach, assistant coach, offense, assistant coach, defense. And you have position coaches that are specific to teach specific drills and specific skills, I should say, that are related to that particular position that they're coaching. Why don't we have that in family? Isn't family supposed to be our most valuable team? 
Isn't family supposed to be our most valuable company? Why, when I talk to different individuals about their family, and, you know, I, I talk to my girlfriend, I talk to my friends, my parents, talk to a bunch of people, colleagues, and I always question it myself where, hey, there's no leader, there's no structure in our family. And I talk to them like, yo, who's the, the next leader in your family? Who's taking over that role? Who's handling the finances, the budget? Who's handling the operations? Who's, who's handling your investment portfolio? Who's handling the fitness aspect, health and wellness? Who, who's handling all of these different areas that, are di- that directly impact the outcome of your family? Right? We all say health and wellness, you know, that's important. So why isn't somebody designated in the family to do this? Where before, and I, what I used to see when I read about other cultures, where, you know, now it's funny, I was having a conversation with my, with my mom and my dad, and they were saying, like, you know, you can't really just push your kids into specific roles. <laughs> yes, you can. And, and it happened before. But it was out of necessity. It was out of survival. It was out of how to flourish. And other cultures still do it. Where it's like, hey, we need a lawyer in the family. Oh, yeah, that kid, we're going to position him to become a lawyer. Oh, we need a doctor? Yeah. Next one, position him to be a doctor. Oh, our cousin? Yeah, they handle finances. So, okay, that's the fine. It's structured in a way because, now when I say with survival, a lot of those families are doing well. However, when I say survival and how I think they look at it is if we don't continue to do better, then we won't survive with the standard that we have. We have to keep growing that standard and enhancing everything that we're doing. But they have certain structure. It's it's no different than a corporation, no different than a team. It's the same thing. Everybody has a role to play. On any team, and when I say team, I'm not just talking sports. On any team, in any industry, the common thing for everybody, for, for, a success, for success, is to, one, everybody have a role, and to everybody to perform their role to the best of their ability. We always go back to the New England Patriots. What's their motto? Do your job. But to do your job, you first have to understand what's my role in this big picture. And with no structure, there is, nobody knows what their role is. And another thing that always comes up, it's the weirdest thing to me that, and, and my parents can attest, my brother can attest that my, I've always had one, I've, I've had one dream every birthday party. I mean, every birthday, when you're blowing out your candles and you're making a wish, wish, not dream. Goal. It's, it's now goal. We're, we're adults now. <laughs> but I've had one goal, and I've wished for the same thing. The same thing since, I, I'm telling you, since I was super, and I told my parents, I didn't really care about, you know, keeping it in. Why keep it in? I, I let them know. They understand. They understood exactly what it was. I told my brother, and it was to have a compound town, city, whatever you want to call it, but a compound in which 
the entire family could live there. The entire family. Why? I think it started off with, you know, I just enjoyed cookout so much and seeing my family and everybody being happy. And I just said, why do we have to do this once, once a year? Why do we have to do a reunion once every two years? If these are our loved ones, and then obviously as I grew older, I started to, the, the concept of why I wanted this changed. But it only made me want it that much more. And it was that if these are the people that I'm supposed to be able to trust the most, that understand, we understand each other the most, and that us all be becoming successful would directly benefit us, our team, right? This is, this is our team. This is our team. We want to be successful so our entire team can grow. Wouldn't that be best suited for a family? And so I would always ask my parents, I say, say, why does everybody live in different parts of the country? That's weird. Why would a family not all live in the same area? Now, you can own property all over that everybody can move around to, managing different things all over the country, all over the world. However, why is there no home base that allows us to have, hey, this is the family business. This is the family structure. This is the family leadership. This is the C-level suite, you know, the CEO, the CFO, the, the CMO, all these. These are the leaders in the family right now. And obviously leaders need to groom the next group of leaders to make sure that we can continue the trajectory of becoming more and more successful and establishing a legacy that our children and the following generations can benefit from. And... What has happened is comfort. Comfort has caused us to do away with our obligation and duty to build legacies. Comfort has caused us to do away with our obligation and duty to build legacies. So this isn't when I, when I say duty and obligation, this isn't something that you can feel like doing or, hey, you know, we could work together. We could do some stuff together. This is essential to survival, to thriving and becoming successful. Now, you always hear people say stuff like, oh, don't do business with family. To me, that's just a cop out. It's a cop out. And why would you not do business with family? Yeah, you can, you know, argue with your peers. I mean, argue with your family. You know, that comes along with it. And a lot of that may be based on because when it's your family, there's a certain level of accountability that you have to live with. Whereas if you just go to work, you know, you could fake for work at, you know, for a few hours during the day and then come home and, you know, get back to who you really are. <laughs> uh, however, it's it just, you know, when I say comfort, it's because the times have changed. Like I said before, my grandparents, they needed a lot of kids. So, you know, they had nine kids. You know, they needed kids to work on the farm. Now, as we see, people are having less and less kids because they've become, in this society, we've allowed them to become more of a burden than an asset. We've allowed them to become more of a liability than an asset. And that'll never really make sense to me. So for, for me, 
you know, when I'm planning on having my future kids, I want them to already come into a system. You know, a system, because when it's a, you know, a company, let's say you work in, in you know, the corporate world. You rise up the ranks, you make it to the sea level and you're there. You don't own that company. Your kids don't necessarily benefit from that particular company. However, with your family, now not to say that you shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, shoot. You got a solid job, cool. However, who's going to manage the money that comes from that solid job, that amazing paying job? And that's where the family structure comes into place. I heard Wall Street Trapper, and I don't want to quote him, but very loosely, he was, he was talking about, he said that your job should be your biggest investor into your own business. So I'm going to shift it into your job should be your jobs. Everybody's jobs in the family should be their greatest investor. Invest in, you know, that's your investor into your family company all right and so therefore we don't just quit your job just use your job use it as a tool so that way you can now you have this money that you make you don't just put it in the bank you want your money to actually make money for you that's the goal to to have your money make more money for you residual income whether that's stocks, whether that's real estate, whether that's any investment that allows your money to grow, that's what you want to do. So who's going to manage all that? Who's going to be the person that takes collections at the end of the month? Who's going to be the person that looks up different investment opportunities for the family to pull their money and put it into? Who's going to be managing the portfolio? All these different things. And that's just from the finance side. So in, any, in every area of life that's critical to us thriving, shouldn't we have somebody in the family that serves as the leader, the coach, the manager in that particular role to give that information, that knowledge, to develop those skills amongst the family? And I think that, no, I think, I got told you, I got to get, get out that habit. If we are able to change our perspective, you know, perspective shapes everything. To change our perspective on family, family can be used as our greatest asset and greatest tool. And it's going to take some time. It, it may take time to develop some trust. And it may take time for one person to just kind of go out on the limb, be successful, you know, develop this plan, empower certain people to have certain roles. And empowering can be in different forms. You may have to start paying some of, you know, the younger ones to start doing some research, start teaching you about social media, start teaching you about these things. You may have to pay somebody to bring their expertise to teach the rest of the family. Now, hopefully people can volunteer their time for the greater purpose. And, and it's only volunteering. It's, it's quote unquote volunteering your time because 
Obviously, this is a business, so it's going to be making money. It's an investment. So if we're able to do all those things, then we won't have to rely on outside sources. We won't have to rely on waiting to go to college to learn certain things or waiting to go out into the real world to learn certain things. We will have opportunities always available to plug people in. And when it gets to a certain point where your family business grows to a certain amount, then that's when it's time to, well, actually, my kids don't need to have, you know, a job. They can actually just work through the family business. They can grow through the family business. We can pay them a salary out of that pool of money for the family business. And that's when you develop real ownership and can develop a legacy that your kids and your kids' kids and the generations after them can stand on. And to me, that would have to be, I would assume that that would be the goal. Or let me rephrase that. I, would, I assume that everybody would like that. I know that is not everybody's goal. But I assume that everybody would like that end result. Because once you make it a goal, then that's the accountability to actually follow through with it. But we need to shift our thinking when it comes to family. Because history always repeats itself. And the people that are going to be best positioned to deal with the next 2020 situation or whatever craziness comes our way are going to be the people that have a tight-knit, trustworthy team. And that team has to have an established business, a family business, because that's real security. You know, being secure isn't going up the ranks and having a, a great paying job where if your quote unquote boss comes in and just has a bad day where they can fire you at any moment. That's not real security. Real security is, hey, this is our family business. We have a portfolio in which we own different stocks. We have different real estate. That's true assets that are controlled and owned by your family. That's security. So maybe we need to just kind of shift our mindset a little bit and to start just understanding the potential of power, the potential of, of wealth, the potential of enjoyment, all of these different things that can come with us working with our loved ones and building with our loved ones. If we can change our perspective on how we see those things, then maybe it'll open up a world of opportunities that we did not know were there or that we just thought were too far away for us. Because the longer we wait to establish this, the further we'll get from it. And it'll be harder to implement, you know, this, this system so, once again, as it currently stands, family is over, and there's no such thing as family right now, only relatives. So, let's figure out a way to turn our relatives 
into our family, which will be our greatest asset, our greatest team, and the greatest business corporation company that we can ever invest in and bring our skill sets to. All right. So with that, hope you liked the word. It was a little shorter than the last one. Make sure that you share this. Share this with your family. Maybe listen to it with your family. See what their opinions are, their thoughts. Maybe it can provoke certain conversations and actions into to becoming reality. You know? So let's figure out a way to get it done. Let's figure out a way to, to grow and build with our loved ones. Another thing what it allows you to do that I didn't even touch on, it allows us time to spend. You can spend time with your family. Spend time. Who wants to go to work all day? I want to hang out with my parents now. You know, I want to hang out with them. They're retired. I want to kick it with them. But I don't want to just kick it. Let's have fun competing against everybody else. Let's have fun just competing within ourselves. You know, not against each other, but hey, we have a goal and we're all working to get there. Could there be anything more rewarding than that? then you not only building something amazing, but you're building it with your family and spending all day, every day. (laughs) Well, you get little breaks here and there, but spending that time with your family that you'll never be able to get back. And that's with your kids. And your kids growing up, seeing, seeing how things are supposed to run in the family and them looking forward to taking over the family business, to you know, to, to bring in something to the table for the family. And nowadays there's a lot of value to be brought from everybody, young, old, in between, or I want to say old, young, mature, in between. But I hope we can shift, shift the focus. I hope we can shift the focus. We can, I hope we do. I hope we do. All right, with that, I'll let you go. Like, like, share, please. Please, it's free. It's free to like, it's free to share. And I'm always looking forward to hearing your feedback. So I hope this one hit for you. OG, Big Fish, over and out. And of course, strength and honor. All right, you all have a good one. Ah, we here. Big Fish shit. Welcome to the podcast. Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all learn something. And most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get Uh it. Big fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get them cats going top, but we don't feel shit. We just giving y'all gems y'all can live with. Elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit. Finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops. First get the bread up, then buy back the whole block. Ten toes down, we ain't never gonna stop. I'm a man of my word, I ain't never gonna flop. If I said it, then I meant it. Real ones gonna respect it, and it's still OG. It's in me, I'm represented.